0: You will bring the Grisha back to what they were meant to be before time and tragedy corrupted their power, but only if you can open the door. Why me, she wondered. Because you chose this path. Because your king trusts you. Because you are strong enough to survive the fall. Oof. i picked that one last week when i was wrong about what chapters we were doing and i was like oh this is about to be so good and then i was i messed up on my counting but now it is good Jord- it's good geordie can't count neither can M. That's, that's all right that's all right
1: <laughs> it's fine <laughs> <laughs> anyway welcome back to two mourners one book club i'm M. am geordie 25 through 29 of King of Scars by Lee Bardugo. Bardugo. And uh, these are some of my favorite chapters in King these of Scars chapters. because we get Zoya's background. Yeah. And she is just like a mystery through, because she's in, I would she's in the most books in the Grishaverse. Yes, she is like the common denominator.
0: Yes. For the most part, as in the crows.
1: Well, she is in uh, Crooked Kingdom. Is, oh, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, she's one of the main characters. And Nina days. mentions her in Six of Crows. Yes. Well, no, she is mentioned in Six of Crows she is. because um, we get flashbacks to From Zoya Nina. training Nina. Yeah. So Zoya is in, in every book. In every book. Um, and we, off, queen. we literally don't know anything about her background really until now, which is mm-hmm. great. So, chapter 25 is in Zoya's point of view. And um, it the first few sentences show that time has passed because mm-hmm. they're training um, Nikolai to bring out the monster and put the monster away, mm-hmm. um, and she is being drowned in amber liquid amber in every the time. Stamp. Yeah, which I'm Gross. like, yeah, it's just like the mosquito in Jurassic Park. Yuck. Um, and uh, she notes that it's getting easier for him. Um, to do it. But he seems to be growing more and more distant. And I'm like. Nobody. Well. Maybe that's because the monster is taking over. But that's mm-hmm. just a speculation. That's just a theory. I don't know. What yeah. do I know? We'll see. <laughs> and. Uh, she also notes that because of the lessons that she's been having with Juris. That um, she thinks mm-hmm. that if she needed to. She could break out of the mm-hmm. Amber. Um, but she hasn't tried because. Because. The monster and Nikolai are like, Mm -hmm. no, think that she's dying. So the monster comes out. Um, And um, she also is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick Elizabeth's ass. <laughs> yeah. Because like I'm tired of this. I just
0: had a lot of time to be like, you know, I'm not in mortal peril anymore, but this bitch
1: sucks. Yeah, which we're all kind of like, hmm. We're all feeling weird about Elizabeth. Yeah. And so this specific day, um, she gets to Elizabeth's spire, her, like, part of the castle yeah, early. Um, and she's, uh, Zoya's kind of unsettled because everything is humming. Um, and mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: She walks in and it's playing bluegrass. (laughs) I was like, Ew.
1: You did that, and I thought it was. "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm." (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, funny would that that be? She walks in and it's just like football hype music. Like. (laughs) mm
1: -hmm, anyway what is the beginning um to like i can't even think about it right now i'm like like the intro to the music intro for a football it's like for nfl sundays it's like i saw someone compare it to a christmas song today and it like I so many that's one of them (laughs) elizabetta quarterback of the fold <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Anyways, <laughs> um So zoya's a little unsettled. Oh
0: that might by be the, one of the
1: best bits yet. Oh my gosh. By the humming. Um and uh she notes that Juris told her that um all of the insects, like all the bees in her chamber were actually elizabetta It's yeah. just like parts of She's her. She's a hive mind. Yes. And then Zoya's looking around. She's like, OK, six sides. It's like a hive, literally, but yeah. everything has six sides. And she's wondering if that is why the Grisha, little the little palace in Osalta, has is, is hexagonal. Yeah. Um, Thank you.
0: Somebody said hexagonal on something I watched. Wrong. <laughs> yes. Wrong. It was something I saw, like, today or yesterday. And I was
1: like, hexagonal? If we were in a meeting and someone said hexagonal, I would, I would correct have- <laughs> them. I would have looked at you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I probably teams you a bee or something. Um, hexagonal. Yeah. Um, and so she's wondering if that is what what, what the little palace was shaped yeah. after, if she had influence on it. And then all of a sudden... She gets tackled. <laughs> Elisabetta comes out of nowhere and she's like, you were one of his students, weren't you? <laughs> oh, that's so good. It sounds kind of buzzy like <laughs> yeah. a bee. Thank you. That's so good. And Zoya's like, oh, what? Where yeah. did you come from? Yep. Um, And so... Uh Elizabeth is talking about the darkling mm-hmm. and Zoe is thinking, well, student isn't really the right word. Um, Worshipper, acolyte, you know, anything like that. Um, and mm-hmm. then Elizabeth tells her, oh, like, you don't need to be shy with me. I knew him, too. And she's like, oh, word. Yeah. Zoe is shocked at this and she's realizing okay mm-hmm. and elizabeth clarifies like oh yeah i all of us know him yeah we all knew him at one point or another um i was young when i met him and zoya's kind of kind of putting the pieces together a little mm-hmm. bit her the wheels are turning because she's like how old is elizabeth because the darkling was old but the like darkling she old,
0: but elizabeth is ancient
1: yes um and zoya asks like
0: how dark how the darkling was talking to alina is how mm-hmm. elizabeth could have talked to the darkling
1: and she probably did. She's just Honestly. not sharing it. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and Zoya asks uh, Elizabetta if the Darkling knew that she was a saint. And Elizabetta's like, no, he I didn't. Um, he just knew that I had a lot of power. And, and he, he was drawn, drawn to, to power. And <sighs> Zoya is thinking, I know. She said, tell me something I don't Yeah. Um, and uh, um, she's like, well, Zoya tells her, well, you know. Um, Count your lucky stars. Yeah, if he had known what you were, then he would have used you. And Elisabetta tells her, oh, you underestimate me. I knew what I was doing, blah, 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 Mm blah. And Zoe is thinking, no, you underestimate him. He, like, has done this a lot. And then... um, uh, Zoya asks mm-hmm. her what the Darkling was like and so she tells Elizaveta tells her and tells her that mm-hmm. she met him throughout his multiple lives mm-hmm. um, and that wherever he was he was always really handsome. Just beautiful. And I'm like hmm, hmm. that's suspicious. That's weird. Um, and then uh, elizabetta brings up uh, or well
0: sorry. Yeah, he's no. like oh she, he was he was so vain. He had so much vanity and Zoya's like that's a that's a like strategic move people yeah. pretty privilege exists
1: yeah and then elizaveta kind of turns it back on her mm-hmm. and she's like yeah but they're not good or kind um and is implying like she's like literally she's like yeah but that doesn't make them good or
0: kind because you're beautiful and you're not good
1: or kind i'd be pissed i'd be like
0: bitch what is your problem um, and Zoe kind of is like unbothered like and and what your point yeah and
1: elizabeth you're a bunch of bees what you got on me (laughs) elizabeth tells her well the your king really likes people who are good and zoya's pretty much like and i'm not gonna change like that's who i am she's like i can be a general i can be loyal
0: Mm -hmm. that's
1: fine he'll have what he'll have a
0: wife to meet those needs
1: and elizabeth is kind of trying to rile her up she's he like is, why she wouldn't is. you you don't want to change like you're going to give it up so easily blah 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 blah. Gives him up yeah it's is like he ain't mine mm-hmm. um and elizabeth tells her well i see the way he looks at you and i see the way you look at him and blah 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 um and she's like you know it's it's a lot <laughs> he looks at me and i look at him i love that audio me too um and Elizabeth tells her, "You know what, Zoya, you better be careful. It's one thing to be looked at cuz Zoya tells her, mm-hmm. "I've been looked at by men, my looked at by men my whole life. It's it is what it is." Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth is like, "Well, careful because he's a king and that's different." Um and then Zoya's thinking whatever <laughs> literally. No, she basically is like, "Okay," like I'm rolling her mm-hmm. eyes. But then we get kind of her armor starting to to crack yeah. a little bit in her head like she's not sharing this with elizabetta yeah. um and she notes that the world is cruel to kind girls and she always appreciated that nikolai didn't ask her to be something mm-hmm. that she wasn't that she couldn't be because of this armor that she has up mm-hmm. and then zoya looks down one of the tunnels and it's darker and it's almost like rotting and it's like stinky yeah it's like expired honey yeah does honey expire it does not well, if honey could expire. <laughs> well, that, I mean,
0: that's a clue. <gasps> honey does not expire. Like, famously, honey, honey, I don't know why I said that, like Winnie the Pooh, um, is like a really. It's, old father. <laughs> old father. Um, it's like an antifungal. It's an antibacterial. Naturally, babies can't have it um, because it's too thick. It can
1: kill them. But, like, it's great. Like, it's shelf-stable for hundreds of years. Interesting. I just threw away a bottle of honey because it was, like, rock hard. There's a way to – you microwave it with a little bit of water, and then you can whip it and make crystallized whipped
0: honey that's really good.
1: Well – For next time. Yeah. But anyway. it doesn't
0: expire. It just – it changes. It goes through, like, the states of matter, but it doesn't really expire. But this so
1: honey has expired.
0: That be, might be a mystery clue that'll come in yeah. handy later.
1: And Zoya asks Elizaveta what's down there. And she said she said even the bees sound like battlefield flies mm-hmm. that
0: like eat bodies of the dead.
1: Yeah, and Elisabetta tells her that um, every part of this place is part of her mm-hmm. and her life is connected to it and the longer mm-hmm. they're there, the more rotten it becomes because there is no life in this place, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why Elisabetta is willing to give up her mortality um to or immortality to be Mm -hmm. mortal because she wants to live and because it's not sustainable there because it's our they're already dying allegedly um (laughs) and uh then Zoya um asks her uh, how are you pronouncing this Quincy I I thought I
0: thought it was (laughs) That makes me think of Surf's Up when the penguin chases an egg across the ice. He goes, Quincy, come to daddy. I, I think it's quince.
1: Okay, I saw it and I, I was know. like, quince? No, it's <laughs> like, it's quinceanera. I know it's That's quince. what I thought. I don't cool. know. It's a flower. Um, Yeah, because while Elisabeth is telling her this, she like blooms a flower. On the thorn bush. Mm-hmm. Um, And Elisabetta confirms that it's this type of flower Um, and tells her that uh, quote, most women suffer thorns for the sake of flowers, but we who would wield power adorn ourselves in flowers to hide the sting of our thorns. And I'm like, huh. Interesting. interesting. And then Zoya's thinking like, quince. oh, there you go. Whoops. Um, Zoya's thinking things that she's been told like to be sweeter, be kinder, be, be, be softer, be smile. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the wheels are turning in Zoya's head and something stinks and it's not just the rotted honey something's something is rotten in some, Denmark yeah something's not right but she can't quite put it together yep she's she's in a bad mood now. Mm-hmm. and so then we jump ahead and Zoya goes to see Juris um and she's in a bad mood and mm-hmm. Juris immediately tells her uh you saw Elizabetha, didn't you <laughs> no <laughs> one like, no yep. one's happy after they see her um, and she goes into the room and grabs the axes mm-hmm. and she notes that she likes them and they remind her of Tamar, Aww. which again, we don't really get that friendship between Zoya and no others thing. because she has this wall built up and we, th- with her point of view chapters, we're starting to yeah, get her feelings, which yeah. I love. Um, and she's thinking, am I homesick? Is that what this is? Have I been, have I, how long have I been gone? Yeah, they have no idea how long they've been gone because there's no time they don't eat they don't drink they don't sleep that's so terrible um and then Juris tells her you can put those away we're not gonna fight today and she's She's upset because she thinks that she needs this to get over this anger mm -hmm. um and uh he tells her i really thought that you were going to be further along in your training you know you you Mm -hmm. can't wield water and fire and she tells him what do you mean no, what, what? What do you mean? <laughs> um, and uh, he's like, "Don't you think that a dragon can control fire?" Also, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of mocks him. She's like, mm-hmm. "Can you control water too?" And he's like, "Not well, but yeah." <laughs> and so she's again shocked because um, he's admitting that he can summon in all forms. Because remember the corp- or the um, summoner? What are they called? Ethereal key? In- yeah. Um, the Grisha who can summon, it's yeah. water, air, or fire, yes. not all of the above. Yes. And so she's thinking, well, I guess we all are, like, we are not, We are all things. Yeah, if the well, science is small enough. We can connect to it. Mm-hmm. And so she tells him, okay, show me. Um, and he's like, all right, climb on. Dragon tails, dragon tail. <laughs> uh, and she's thinking... I do not know about this. And he tells mm-hmm. her, oh, my gosh, get on. I literally don't let people ride on my back when I'm a dragon. Get on already. Oh, yeah. um, it's giving Taryn. It is giving Taryn. <laughs> it's also giving Violet because yes. she's a storm witch. Yes. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, and uh, she, as she's climbing up, she asks him, and what if you get upset and decide to, like, throw me off mm-hmm. your back? Eh, you'll survive. <laughs> um and so he tells her to hold on and they like jump into the air and he starts flying and she mm-hmm. feels breathless in the best way yeah it's like a shot of adrenaline yeah um and she feels free really um and she's like really happy the wind is in her face she mm-hmm. feels powerful and then um jurist tells her to open the door and to open her mm-hmm. eyes and she tells him there's nothing to see we're in this like wasteland Mm -hmm. that has nothing and then she opens her eyes and she sees something in the distance and tells him turn around go back Mm -hmm. go back i don't want this um he's like it's too late for that mm -hmm. he's like that's too bad zoya of the quote zoya of the lost city open the door uh Mm -hmm. and he goes towards the ruins of novakrabirsk and so these saints know what happened, what has happened to Zoya and to Nikolai in the past. Yeah. And so now he jurist said, we are going to talk about your trauma. Yeah. Literally. Um, And so before Zoya has this flashback, she has this voice in her head that has come up before quote, do not look back at me. Hmm. And then this overwhelming sense comes to her and, uh, We get Zoya's backstory finally. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and the face of Zoya's mom is what comes to her memory first. And her mom's name is Sabina, Mm -hmm. and she was beautiful, and was so beautiful, kind like Zoya was the kind of who pretty that stopped people in their tracks to look. but she had made a bad deal, and she had married for love, mm-hmm. a Suli boy. Ho-ho. so we're thinking, oh my gosh, is Zoya half Suli? Which again, the casting, casting beautiful Very job. Good. Um, and so she married for love, and for a while they were happy and poor, and then they were just poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sabina, Zoya's mom, like didn't show her love, didn't show her care yeah. at all. And Zoya worked really, really hard to gain her, this broke my heart, mm-hmm. to have her mom love her in any possible way. She was the top of her class, um, mm-hmm. she only ate half of her food and would give the rest to her mom, which I'm like, a, how would you let your child do that? A like, mother would, it like, you just know that just a, so a mother would give up their food so their child yeah, could eat. That's, that's so not, counterintuitive, it's yeah. just terrible. Um, and uh, she was really good for her mom, behaved, was quiet mm-hmm. and would steal peaches so her mom mm-hmm. could eat and her mom would eat so much that she would get sick mm-hmm. while Zoya doesn't finish her supper. Yeah. This just like infuriated me. It's just terrible. Um, and then one day Zoya caught the eye of a man named Valentine Grankin. Mm-hmm. Gronkin, um, who was a wealthy carriage maker. Ew. And he was the richest guy for a hundred like miles. And he was 63 years old. And had been a widow twice. Widowed. And Zoya was nine. She was That's nine. Terrible. so terrible. Um, and she didn't want to get married, but she didn't want to upset her mom. And her mm-hmm. mom arranged this marriage because the guy saw her and was like, oh, a pretty little girl. Mm-hmm. And so her mom arranged this marriage and this guy would send them food, would send them gifts. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden Sabina was happy because they had money and they had food. Mm-hmm. Um, and the night before Zoya was supposed to be married, Sabina had made cakes and had um, a gold dress. Like and her veil in her and her dress, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and Zoya notes that she hadn't meant to cry but she couldn't stop crying because she's a oh, child nine. who's being forced into it and then her aunt liliana um had come from mm-hmm. novakrabirsk for the wedding but she had actually come to try and convince sabina to let zoya not get married yeah the only voice of reason um and liliana is sabina's younger sister so yeah. zoya's aunt They didn't really speak of her. She lived in Novokabirsk by herself. She was independent. Mm -hmm. Um, She wasn't married, didn't have kids, had her own little business, Mm -hmm. um, and made her own. And then Sabina, while Liliana is trying to convince Sabina to let Zoya go free and not get married to a 63-year-old man at Mm. nine years old, Sabina is like, oh, he won't hurt her. He said that he would wait for her to bleed. That's so terrible. That is
0: disgusting. That's so terrible. And Liliana's
1: like, does he want an award? This is a child. Yeah. She's literally a child. And if he still waited, she would still like, be it's, a child. It's still terrible. It's just awful. She would still be a child. Um, and uh, Liliana tells Sabina, you are literally selling your daughter. Mm-hmm. And Sabina kind of justifies it, saying we've all been bought and sold. You know, that's what life is. Um... And she's trying to convince her to let her go, like, oh, she'll be a soldier soon, like she can enlist. And Sabina's not having it because she is, she sees Zoya as her ticket, her meal ticket, literally. Yeah, no, honestly. Um, and so Sabina kicks uh, Liliana out, Mm -hmm. and forbids her from coming to the wedding uh and Zoya cries all night and when she wakes up Mm -hmm. her mom is upset that her face is red and blotchy because she was crying not that she's crying but because her face isn't as pretty as it could be um but at the church because they get Zoya ready in her little wedding gown and her veil and at the church Mm -hmm. Liliana is there ready to stop it Mm -hmm. um and valentine grankin's men like sees her and sabina's like someone stop her um and Mm -hmm. liliana is condemning the people in the town because she's again the only one with the voice of reason she's saying you are letting this 63 year old gross man marry a child yeah like what is happening you guys are literally there being like you are all complicit complicit she's like you're not doing anything because he has money mm-hmm. and this is ridiculous you are all complicit in whatever this is happens child. um and uh so she's being held back by this guy's henchman and he has a walking stick cause he's old he, he, yeah and he hits her with it and she spits at him and Zoya's screaming and crying yelling stop it and then he hits her again and she kind of passes out yeah um and then he, like, "She's
0: he's gonna kill my aunt
1: yeah and because he's not going to stop she and no one's going to stop him yeah and so Zoya's yelling stop it and then all of a sudden um this huge gust of wind slams valentine back Mm -hmm. um and Zoya fists like puts her hands in fists and blows the wind so strong that it blows the roof (laughs) off (laughs) off of the the church. And um, things break, and this gust of wind is just beyond anything anyone's ever felt. And mm-hmm. thunder was rumbling in the sky. And she was a child. Mm-hmm. Which also, I'm like, huh, thunder. Go off, honey. Wait, Go wow. Off. This is the first time she's using her powers, and it's such a an extreme. Yes. And um, the wedding guests are terrified. Oh, my word. Um, and so Liliana uh is saying you can't sell her now she's Grisha she belongs to the king let's go Mm -hmm. um and so everyone is too terrified to try and stop them so Liliana takes Zoya and they start to go to Osalta um and they get out and uh um oh my gosh as they're leaving uh as they're leaving Liliana like embraces Zoya which she has not had this kind of motherly love ever um and she's like we gotta go and as they're leaving zoya hisses at valentine yeah (laughs) like slay honestly go off um and so then liliana and zoya start to make their way to osalta they have no money to stay Mm -hmm. in inns or anything like that so they stay just in the woods the side of the road and um As they're sleeping, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Um, as they're like falling asleep, they're cold, they're dirty. Liliana is holding Zoya and saying, um, quote, imagine we are on a ship and the waves are rocking us to sleep. Can you hear the mast creaking? We can use the stars to navigate. And then Zoya would ask, where are we sailing? And uh, mm-hmm. Liliana would tell her, oh, we're sailing to an island. Just follow those two stars and steer us into port. And if we remember, in Zoya's room, there mm-hmm. was a little boat that had a flag with two stars. Or did the flag have two stars? Or were there yeah. two stars? Yeah. The flag had two stars. And that was for her aunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so Liliana's trying to make this comfortable for a child, this tough yeah. journey, which while it's the toughest and physical journey Zoya's probably ever gone on, this yeah. is the most safe she has ever felt. Yeah. Um And com- comfortable, honestly. And eventually they get to Olsalta and the guards are kind of laughing at them because they're dirty, their they're clothes are up. torn, um, and then eventually um, – Someone in a purple kafta comes and someone in red. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably a red kafta, but it doesn't say red. It just says yeah. red kafta. It just says a woman in red. Yeah. Um, and so they test Zoya and they're like, oh, she is Grisha. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Come on. Um, let's get you fed and warmed up. And Zoya grabs Liliana's hand to go in and Liliana crouches down and says, no, I have to get back. You have to stay here. I have to go take mm. care of the chickens. Um, they've been waiting for me. They're hungry. You don't want them to be hungry, do you? And Zoya's like, oh, okay. Like, no, like, um, And Liliana's just comforting her, saying, this yeah. is where you belong. Don't worry. I have to get back. I can hear the chickens. They're already mad at me for being mm. gone this long. But don't worry. You'll be safe, and we will write to each other. Um, she tells her, don't look back. Yeah. But Zoya does. <laughs> and she can't see Liliana. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It's so sad. <laughs> it's really sad. <laughs> and so... Uh, She started training, started learning languages, um, worked Mm -hmm. with Bagra. (laughs) Um, And every week she wrote to Liliana and every week she got a letter from Liliana Mm -hmm. um, telling her about the chickens and drawing pictures and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Zoya also notes that by law, parents, families of Grisha were paid a stipend by the government to let the Grisha's children train there. Um, And she told the bursar, she, Mm -hmm. she was like, yeah uh Liliana's my guardian and he asks her your parents are dead She tells him not yet <laughs> but he just listens to her and yeah, right. uh, um, writes in Liliana's name so she got a stipend mm-hmm. um, so she can live comfortably relatively um, and then six years later Zoe is able to make her first cross across the for, first cross across
2: mm-hmm.
1: whoa First trip across the fold. Across the fold. Um, And she notes that everyone was terrified, but she wasn't going to show it. Yeah. Um, even though she felt it. And when they docked, she told everyone, I'm going to go get some food and a bath. I'll see you later. But she ran. ran to her aunt's store. And uh, when she came in, Liliana came from the back and was like, what is going on? And they see each other and just. Mm. <laughs> it's so sad. They just run up and give each other the biggest hug because she hasn't yeah. seen her in six in years. Six years. Um, and Liliana says, quote, my girl, my brilliant girl. Mm. Because, like, that was her mom. Yeah. That, that even though she didn't raise her, she did yes. more for her than Sabina ever did. And she wrote and cared about her. And Sabina never wrote. Like, yeah, don't know ever. what happened to him. Don't care. Um, But she wrote to her and cared for her. And Zoya cared for her in the way she could like by giving her the stipend yeah um and uh, that night liliana cooked dinner and uh introduced her to a little girl named Lada, Mm -hmm. um that she had taken in whose parents didn't make it back across the fold and they had a good time and Mm -hmm. zoya was actually enjoying the company of a child (laughs) no literally and they were just doing what they could um and Zoya had brought Liliana gifts, um, boots and gloves and a beautiful gold mirror. Mm. And Liliana says, quote, what will I do with this? Look at my old face um, mm. and uh, asks Zoya to go ahead and send it to your mom. And Zoya tells her, no, 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 it's for you. Um, quote, so you can look into oh. it each morning and see the most beautiful person I've ever known. <laughs>
2: <sighs> I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. It's fine. fine. It's
1: fine um and so then we jump forward and uh now we're back into mm-hmm. the events in the first book shadow and bone um and the darkling when he used alina mm-hmm. to expand the fold into nova Kribirsk she was shocked and didn't believe it and she tried to she was in Kribirsk and tried to find mm-hmm. the casualties list, tried to find any information she could about her aunt and she didn't know anything. So she rented a little boat and sailed across the fold by yeah, herself all alone with the Volcra, which she was terrified of, but she was praying the entire time to the saints. Like, please let her be there. Please like anything, mm-hmm. just please let her be okay. Um, and she made it to the other side and got to her aunt's um, store and no one was there. Mm-hmm. And she hears the chicken squawking and, and uh, this is, like, this broke me. It's literally so When she sad. found a cup of tea. Yes. That was her aunt's favorite. And it had gone cold. And it was cold. Um, and so she's going around um, trying to see if she can find her aunt. And she finally sees uh, the customer the that customer. was in the shop the first time she had gone through. Um, and she asked, do you know where Liliana is? Do you, is she alive? And the customer says tells zoya that um liliana pushed the customer out of the way and was taken in instead she saved the per the other person and she uh died and zoya sobbed um and tells the person she that liliana should have let her die die, um (sighs) which is awful and she just she this is the most weakness she has ever shown, ever. Yeah. Um. And it's not weakness; it's grief. But it's for grief. her, this is, she just yeah. sits on the side of a building outside
2: mm-hmm.
1: and sobs. And someone comes mm-hmm. up and says, "Be happy, smile. We're still alive." And what does she do? Takes she the breath takes from the his air lungs. From his lungs. Good. Says, "Tell me to smile again." Look, man tells me to smile. I wish mm. I could do that. Mm. You, you smile. You right? smile. Um, and so she does when when she takes the air from his lungs. She's like, "You smile." Uh huh. Um, and so after that, uh, she went back and joined Alina, and yep. she also notes that she never told Alina why, um, she, why she had fo- chosen to fight against the Darkling, mm-hmm. why she had fought beside her, and it didn't really matter. Mm -hmm. um but this is why she turned against the dark because he killed her aunt Mm -hmm. and in the show we get there we get it because she's like oh i'm gonna go see my aunt yeah um and then she's gone yeah which we need a season three or a spin-off i know (laughs) it's been canceled but the 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 petition has over hundred fifty thousand signatures did you sign it i need a link i will send it okay um I definitely haven't signed it more than once. <laughs> uh and so now we're back in the present and the dragon jurist, the dragon tells her you're still grieving. You need to not get over it, no. but you need to move past it yeah in order to use your power to the full potential. Yeah. And Zoe tells him, I don't want to move past it. This is the only thing that is mm-hmm. keeping me going. This is why I am as strong as I am is because I don't forget about it. And yeah. I remember it every single day. That's why I am who I am. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: and uh, then she's thinking of, of the Darkling and how he lied and told her, mm-hmm. you and I are going to change the world, which is also what he told Alina. Mm-hmm. And he probably told Elizabeth he that too. He told
0: a lot of people that. Huh.
1: Wow. And then mm. – um, Juris tells her that she could be so much more. And Zoya's crying. Yeah. Um, and she asks him, Why didn't you come? Why didn't you help? I prayed, I I prayed for help. I prayed for you to do something. If you knew what the Darkling was doing, why didn't you stop him? Like like, we didn't know. Um, and he he apologizes. Yeah, he says, Please forgive us. Like we're we're fools. Yeah. We're
0: old, we're all too human, even though we're saints. Yeah. Um, forgive us,
1: forgive yourself. And uh she also notes that Zoya notes that she went back to try and find Lada and couldn't find her either. Mm-mm. Which is also really sad. Um and I do appreciate that Juris like apologized. Yeah. Um because he was kind of being hard on her to like so she would realize this. Yeah. Um but he's like, Yeah, we we didn't know we I'm sorry, like this. Mm -hmm. We do have a part in our lack of action. Yeah. Um, But then uh, Juris, he doesn't say it, but it's in her mind. Mm -hmm. Zoya, open the door, connect your past to your future. And he's not saying it, but it's in her mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, again, in her mind, he says, quote, you are the conduit, Zoya. You will bring the Grisha back. Um, this is the quote that Jordy read at the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, and, uh, he says at the end, quote, because you were like, because, because, oh my gosh, sorry, what is happening? <laughs> um, so he's saying this in her mind that she is, she has to do this. She's what's next for Rabka. This power can be hers. And she asks him why her? Mm-hmm. And he says, quote, because you chose this path, because your king trusts you, because you are strong enough to survive the fall. Yep. Oof. So good. And that's the end of chapter 25. Onward. Chapter goes. 26. And chapter 26 is in Isaac's point of view. Oh, Isaac. I'm going to take, take a little sippy sip real quick. Take
0: your little sippy. Isaac is basically dishing out the dirt of his kind of date with <laughs> Princess Avery, even though he feels kind of grody about it because they really connected. And... <laughs> He's like it's like
1: on the Bachelor when he goes to the confessional no, room. No, <laughs> Honestly,
0: it is. He's really sad about it. But um <laughs> they do reveal that there is a member of the Top Garage named Mayu Kirkat, who has a twin brother in service to the Shu military. And he's
1: missing. <gasps> and we oh. don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Um and uh, Isaac asks, Is is it good that, that he's missing or is that like like a bad thing? Mm-hmm. Um tomara is like it depends on your perspective. <laughs> good for us. Good for us. Bad for Tavregard. Mm. 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 Bummer. <laughs> but good for us. Yay. <laughs> and so um they Tamara tells him that he could be could have been drafted into the Kerrgood program. Uh-oh. Um, and that's not good. That's very bad for and everyone. If, if he had, then that would definitely have the potential to turn the Tavregard member against the taver because that's Mm -hmm. again her her twin brother they have that connection um and isaac knows that he doesn't know a lot about the Kergood soldiers Mm -hmm. um but they're like what he has heard is crazy (laughs) (laughs) it's nuts um and uh so he asks well if Maya is a defector like how are we gonna do this Mm -hmm. and so they essentially like make a plan um but uh, he needs to be ready for his meeting with the Kirch. And Isaac is mm-hmm. terrified and notes that it's a disastrous encounter. Yes. Um, so this is like, he notes that it is, and then we get and the flashback. Get, yeah. Again, it's done so seamlessly. Like, I just. It's, ooh, it's really, it's really well Because done. we're in the presence, and Tamar's telling him to get ready for the future. Uh-huh. And then it's like, oh, it didn't go well. And then it's in the past. Yeah. I just. Oh, it's so just, good. It's so mwah, good. Chef's kiss cuz you don't question it at all. No, it's seamless. It's uh do Bardugo. <laughs> we stand. So good. <laughs> um and um so at back at the Gilded Bog and Count Kiergan which I mm, I feel so weird I don't. Yeah. Um oh, in his place, uh Isaac is really excited to go and hoping he can see the wine yes. cellars mm-hmm. and maybe party a little bit. Um and so uh Hiram Shank is very excited as well. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, like, oh, this is gonna be great for our two countries. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and Count Kierigan is super excited to see Isaac, mm-hmm. aka Nikolai, who he thinks. Yes. Um, and they're like bantering a little bit, and then Count Kierigan tells him, "I I invited uh, General Nazialensky to something. Um, do you think mm-hmm. she would want to come?" And Isaac, as Nikolai says, she would sure. be so happy to. And Count Kierigan really? is like, w- really? W- what do you? really she would she would <laughs> and Tolya's like better get going buddy let's let's get the show on the road um he's, and he's like uh oh i messed he's up he's like what did i do and tomorrow and Tolia are tell him zoya would never go somewhere with him least of all for fun yeah let alone happily yeah. go somewhere with him he's like mm, my bad my bad um <laughs> and uh so they get on a they're at this it, it's still outside they're at mm-hmm. the lake and it's very still they get on a little boat um and a squalor like uses their powers to get them out there um mm-hmm. and uh isaac gives this speech that genya had had him memorize and prepare um and he's ready to show that is marcia which is essentially a mm-hmm. submarine um And the submarine comes out of the water and then goes in. And he's shocked at the size of it. Yeah. And then it goes back in and shoots a missile and destroys some boats. And And Hiram's like, splendid. I love it. It's like, this is great. Oh, my gosh. But then. Oh, my. It explodes, (laughs) kind of. And there's people in in the Ismarcia. um, Uh And they're trying to get out. And a missile hits the boat that they're in. And so they're scrambling to get out. Um, And uh, Isaac saves Hiram
0: because one of the masks is going to fall on him. So he pushes him aside like,
1: oh, no. Uh, And so a lot happens. And um, then they get out and... Isaac is ready to be reprimanded <laughs> when he goes back. So they get out and just go back to the Capitol. He doesn't get to see the wine cellars or anything.
0: He's like, oh, man. He's
1: like, gosh, dang I it. I just it just up. one night, just once. Um, <laughs> and uh, he gets back to the to the meeting room and is ready to get a beating from, Genia. <laughs> from Everybody And everyone is there like. Yeah, good job. Like, woo, it went so well. Uh, And Isaac is sitting there like, huh? What? What? Um, And they apologize sincerely to him and explain that it was a plan that they had (laughs) that the Ismarcia would Mm -hmm. not be ready um, so that hopefully Shank would, you know, delay trying to um, bomb the Zemini, really. Yeah, pretty much. Just making make them seem like they were further back than they thought, than yeah. everyone thinks they are. And they apologize because they think he's upset. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm just so glad that it wasn't me who did this. I thought I messed up.
0: I love there's a little piece where R- 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 Toya is like, was the missile supposed to hit the mass? And David's like, yeah, obviously. Obviously. You had said to- you wanted a show. <laughs> had to sell
1: it. <laughs> I love him. It's and, so funny.
0: Jenny's like, you're incredible. <laughs>
1: um, and that's the end of chapter 26. Nice short. Yeah. Fluffy chapter. And uh, chapter 27. Back is to hell. <laughs> <laughs> 27 <laughs> is in Nikolai's point of view. It really is. It's like, oh, Isaac, fun,
0: happy times. Anyway, <laughs> back on the nonfold, the underfold. Bet you thought
1: you seen the last of me. <laughs> <laughs> um and so this is now the night before the ritual and Nikolai and Zoya are um, in his chambers in front of the fireplace. Mm. But <laughs> but it's not really... It kind of sucks fired. though. It's not warm. It's not cold. It's like... It's just there. It's like if you're watching a fireplace like on YouTube. Yes. Except it's in black and white. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's just there. Um, and uh, he Nikolai had insisted that they do the ritual Mm -hmm. the next day and Elizaveta was trying to stall him, saying he wasn't ready. He's like, no, we have to Mm -hmm. do this. Um, And he doesn't tell her that he has to do it soon because he can feel the monster getting stronger. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, Nikolai insists that they have to do it tomorrow. So she agrees. And he wishes Mm -hmm. that he could sleep because, again, they have no sense of time. Um, But he's watching Zoya and Mm -hmm. uh, he notes that well, first, he's shocked that, at how much Juris has been able to teach her um, in this amount of time that they've mm-hmm. been there. But he's also just notes how relaxed she looks. And yeah. he realizes that every time since he's known her, she's been playing a part. Yeah. That it's not necessarily all. It's not all of her. It's not all of who she is. Yeah. Um, and she's relaxed right now. And then uh, Nikolai laughs and she looks at him. Asking what what's your problem? And he's like, I think I'm jealous of a dragon. Uh like, oh lord. She's like, Oh, don't t- let jurors hear you say that. Like he his ego is already big. Mm-hmm. Um uh and uh Nikolai tells her, Well, you know, he should have a big ego ego. He can fly, he can breathe mm-hmm. fire. He might have gold stash somewhere, probably. <laughs> she's like, Oh my gosh, that is such a cliche. She's mm-hmm. like,
0: Well, wow, wait to stereotype,
1: it could be Joel's. Yeah. <laughs> um and then he says well he also made you look like that she's like like what and he says comfortable and And at that she her back straightens mm -hmm. she kind of puts her facade back on and Mm -hmm. he immediately regrets it he's like i should have kept my mouth shut uh and then she asks what's gonna happen when they leave and he's like well Mm -hmm fingers crossed um, that the world outside is not on fire mm-hmm. um, don't know if with David and Kway who knows they could have mm-hmm. s- literally set everything on fire at this no, point there literally. might not be anything left we don't know um, so they're kind of joking about it Nikolai's like damn I need a drink And he, he's thinking red wine white wine that drink made of fermented cherries that I had mm-hmm. at the crow club which I'm like that, that sounds fire. that sounds really good that sounds gas uh <laughs>
0: okay gen z i'm hip with the kids (laughs) (laughs) i work with a lot of children on a day -day what did you say
1: earlier that's foul that's foul (laughs) my gosh
0: how do you do fellow kids
1: (laughs) i'm like what does that mean because a mom thought
0: i was a senior in college today (laughs) i'm feeling myself
1: oh heck yeah i'm like oh
0: that's the best are you in your senior year and i said god bless you i said that gets rarer every
1: year yeah um Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, he's thinking, well, I don't know what we're going to find. I don't even know if I'm, I'll be alive tomorrow. Oh, no, honestly. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alive. I'm dead. faster than I'm... I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, and so then Nikolai pulls out a letter from his pocket and hands <gasps> it to letter? Zoya. And it's sealed with wax where I, I'm like, where Where'd did he, he get, get the wax? But um he He's in his ear he used his signet ring to yeah. stamp it oh that's so cool i'm like why is it kind of hot <laughs> what do i want i mean it's like the hot melty wax oh. and he and just then, like, like the
0: intimacy of like stamping it with the ring he probably took the ring off to stamp it
1: i know but, but like still, why am it's, i like
0: it's like intimate mm.
1: it's it's literally a letter
0: <laughs> i like it smell it
1: I'm like, hmm. <laughs> puts <laughs> hair behind ears. Wow! well my gosh um, and she's like the hell is this and he tells her and it, it's not a love letter don't mm-hmm. worry um it's uh, actually an, a royal order um saying that uh, if anything happens to me that you're in charge of ravka um and, and you're the like, commander of the first and second army she said
0: have you lost your damn mind because <laughs> i'll help you find it <laughs> what is that from I can't remember. It's a TikTok. It's a Vine. Um, from
1: something. And, uh, uh, oh, is it from um uh Oh, it's The in office. office. Yeah, it's like, Stanley. Have you lost your damn mind? Because I'll help you find it. Uh-huh. That's funny. That's uh, she's right in now. high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a child. I don't want to uh-huh. see you sniffing around here anymore.
1: Um, and uh, she literally tosses the letter like it burned her. Like Ugh. um and asks him, You you really so don't you think, think you're, you're gonna, gonna die. survive tomorrow. Um and he tells her, Well, I'm not just gonna let the future of Ravka rest on maybes. So this yeah. is just a, like this is collateral just an insurance plan. It's it's just in case mm-hmm. um he's like, I don't want Ravka's future Mm -hmm. to live and die with me and she tells him so you're gonna leave it up to me (laughs) um but he's like he's assuring her like he's like no i thought this through it's not just because there's no other options Mm -hmm. he's like you can do this um and they're thinking Mm -hmm. about hopefully everyone was able has been able to keep ravka okay and he tells her um pick one of the pretenders um who's claiming the throne to back and Mm -hmm. Do what you can. Um, and she asked him, why is it so easy for you? Why are you being so nonchalant about this, really? About your potential death? Um, What's the name of the the male main
0: character in The Fault in Our Stars? Uh, Augustus. He's about to say some Augustus-ass shit. You say it. Go ahead. He says, quote, I'd rather look at a thing squarely than let it catch me by surprise. That's the trick. You put the killing thing in your mouth, but you don't Go. let it kill you. Don't give it the power to kill you. Shut up,
1: <laughs> dude. I loved that book. I, was good. I, I read that book and I wept. Yeah,
0: I wept.
1: But it's like, come on, come, come on. on. Uh, and he gets a little cheeky and is like, "Don't tell me you'd miss me." Um, and she does admit, "Well, the world would be less interesting." And he's thinking, "That is the biggest compliment she's ever <laughs> given." The to me. Thing oh my god. Um, and then she pulls a chain off of her neck and hands it to him. And it's the key for the chains that, um, she's had to strap him into Mm -hmm. every night. Um, she tells him, well, after tomorrow, we're not going to need these. Mm -hmm. Um, and he notes that he's going to miss having an excuse to talk to her at night and in the morning. (laughs) Oh my God. They're literally in love. (laughs) Um, and then there's like some silence between them and he hesitates, but he asks about Mm -hmm. her amplifier, um, and asks if she'll tell him how mm-hmm. she got it. Um, and she's hesitant and asks why it matters and he tells her, well, I I don't, like, it, do- it, doesn't
0: it doesn't matter,
1: doesn't. but I, I want to know. This might be
0: my last night on Earth, though, and I want to spend it getting yeah. to know you better.
1: <sighs> oh. I <laughs> know. Oh. 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 A man. That man. <laughs> um, oh my God, we're never going to get Nikolai and Come on, come on, Netflix, do better. Grow <laughs> yeah. up. Um, yeah, grow up. I said that a couple times over break. <laughs> um, and so she uh, prepares herself because she's... Mm-hmm.
0: It's a hard thing we can, to say.
1: Uh, We can really assume that she's never told anyone this no. story. Um, and she tells him that uh, she, it was when she was 13 at the palace And the Darkling had taken a group of Grisha to Cybea, Mm -hmm. where um, it was rumored that there were white tigers. Um, Uh, And at least one of them was an amplifier, probably. And um, so she tells him that she was the youngest of the group, and she was so excited that she got to go because she was Mm -hmm. in love with the Darkling uh, and would do anything he Mm -hmm. told her at 13. Mm -hmm. A child. Um, (sighs) How long have you been 17? (laughs) A while. <laughs> um, and she tells Nikolai that mm-hmm. she wanted the Darkling to see that she was the best because she knew she was, and she wanted to prove herself. And all of the Grisha mm-hmm. were there to get that amplifier to track the tigers, and whoever was going to essentially capture them was going to have the right to kill them for the amplifier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they followed the mama tiger— and, uh, she evaded their capture, mm-hmm. but she had left her three cubs, um, and the Darkling's men captured the three baby cubs. Mm-hmm. Um, and at night while they were in camp, they could hear the mother like prowling around, um, mm-hmm. the camp. And, uh, she notes that some of the Grisha had talked about going to kill her, but she knew that they weren't tough enough to do that, that they weren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had a plan because she couldn't stop thinking about the cubs, the cubs who were away from their mother and who Mm -hmm. were in a cage. And so when everyone was asleep, um, she went and, uh, let them out of their pen. She caused a distraction and went and let them out. Mm -hmm. And she said that they were so tiny that they could barely run. Um, and uh, she just trying she kept trying to move them away get them as far away from camp as she could Mm -hmm. um and then she realized while she was doing that that she wasn't alone and nikolai asked oh was it the mom and she says no it was it was a male tiger yeah um and after the cubs yeah he was going literally straight for Mm -hmm. the cubs Um, Not for her. And she panicked, and instead of using her power, she grabbed the three babies and, like, held them in front Mm -hmm. of her to protect them, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: the male tiger scratched her back. mauled her through her kefta. Yeah. Like, that shit's bulletproof. Yeah. See, I'm, like, wondering, because it's, like, it's thin fabric. I know it's made up, but it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's breathable and movable fabric, but it's bulletproof. So would it stop, like... Does it, does it stop like certain material or like, I don't, I think
0: it has more to do with like redistributing the impact based on how it's like woven.
1: I don't know. And so. Is, it's not like, real. <laughs> it's not.
0: But like something like blunt force, like a mm. bullet might not pierce it. But if you had like, say an elephant bullet or like some high impact rounds, yeah. it
1: could go through it. Yeah. And so maybe that's why the tiger's claws went through it. Um. It's not stab proof. And yeah. And, um, uh. She had protected those cubs, even though he was the tiger was literally mauling her mm-hmm. back, and she could feel them like yelping against her mm-hmm. um and then Prepare. yeah, and she realized that is what brought her back to reality, and so she used mm-hmm. her powers and blew the tiger literally <laughs> off of her yeah. um against a tree and um then the darkling and his guards came running, and she had been yelling apparently, which yeah. <laughs> She didn't even realize she had been yelling. But also, you're getting mauled by a tiger. You're yelling. Eagle, you go yell. Again, I really think if I came in, in contact with a tiger in the... With a tiger, I don't know. A tiger is scary. A bear...
0: I think there's a primal part of your brain that's like, tiger, big cat is bad. Yes, but a bear... A bear is a friend.
1: bear is a friend. Moose, friend. No. Moose for me, friend. Moose, respect. Me, me, moose, friend. <laughs> <laughs> moose. <laughs> me, <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time my friend's my friend convinced one of his coworkers that the plural of moose was meese? <laughs> and he said it in front of their boss? <laughs> How did
0: you think I want to know the hijinks that resulted in him saying meese in front of his boss? Like why why were they mentioning why were they mentioning moose so often?
1: I don't know. They were talking about something, and he just brought it up. And he was like, "Well, you know that the plural you know of goose is meese." Is meese. <laughs> and they were in cubicles, and my friend just started laughing. Oh <laughs> and their boss was like, "Oh, really?" That's so Funny. And his coworker <laughs> was so? his coworker was like, "Yeah, it's meese. Like multiple <laughs> meese is meese. It? Like goose
0: is geese." <laughs>
1: and my friend is like dying, oh like my he can't gosh. breathe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think. I convinced my brother that. The inventor of the Rubik's Cube was Edward Rubik's the (laughs) third. I made that shit up. And he said, I believed it for years. I I learned this recently that he believed (laughs) it for years. And he told all his friends. No. He said, yeah. My sister told me (laughs) that Edward Rubik's, Edward Rubik's the third invented the Rubik's Cube. That's actually so funny. They all believed him, but he was like, but you made me a liar. (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. That's funny. Anyway, oh man, Um, it's funny. uh, She's getting mauled by a
1: tiger, uh, and she blew it off her back with the wind. And then the Darkling and his guards came, Mm -hmm. and uh, Nikolai asks if they killed the tiger, and she tells him, "No. When I blew it back to the tree, it broke its neck, and it was already dead. So I killed it."
0: Broke its neck. Uh, Why would she say it like that? I don't know.
1: That's just how it came to me. Um, I'm just a conduit. And uh, um, she also tells him that this, the cubs were able to escape. Mm-hmm. And then she stands up and... Girlfriend. <laughs> well, okay. But to be fair, she, I mean, she's being really vulnerable she in is. this moment. It's she not really being sexual at all. No. She stands up and takes faces away from him and yeah. takes her kefta off. Uh-huh. So he can I'm see... I'm like, is she's not wearing
0: anything underneath her kefta?
1: I mean, they're about to go to sleep. That's fair, I guess. That's fair. And she has the clothes that she got to Purgatory in. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and, uh, he's, so she takes her kefta off, like, down to her waist so he can see. And he, like, stifles his nosebleed. Yeah, he's there, like, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but he
0: has, it's described as an unwelcome bolt yeah. of desire. So, like, he doesn't want to feel
1: that way right mm-hmm. now. Um, but she shows him the scars on her back. hmm Um... And she's telling him that all the other Grisha on this trip were so upset that I had killed a tiger, um, but uh, they bandaged me up, and I got the tiger's teeth. They attached them to my wrist as an amplifier. Mm-hmm. Um, and he asks her, well, why didn't you ever have it You're tailored? Like, why didn't you have it healed? Um, and she tells him, she pulls up her kefta back up and tells him, he left his mark on me. I left my mark on him. And it, and that's part of, it's part the of reciprocation. Why Juris chose her because she yeah. gets that. Yeah, she, understands she does. it. And as much as people don't want to think that Zoya is kind, she is. She's just. Yes. And yes, that is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, And Nikolai asks her, the Darkling let you have the amplifier. He didn't mm-hmm. just throw the tiger away for going against what he ordered and she tells him well he could have but it was too powerful of an amplifier to just waste and she was
0: the one who killed it so yeah
1: um and uh nikolai's there thinking so you you freed the tiger cubs and uh oh wait no sorry yeah she's thinking yeah
0: the darkling had her brought to his tent and it was like okay so you did something selfless but you're still the one who ended up on top while everyone else was like patiently waiting what what say you
1: um and she notes that his disapproval was the worst part of it um mm-hmm. because she wanted him to she wanted him to like her more than anything mm-hmm. um and so she tells him that she was sorry and then the darkling asks her are you He's really like, that's not what you really want to say is it and so she'd she tells Nikolai that she told the Darkling the truth and told him, quote, they can all hang, it was my blood in the snow. That's so metal. <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh. Um, but that made the Darkling like her. Yeah. And uh, then he tells her, then the Darkling told her to beware of power. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, beware of you. Yeah, you're, yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh my God, sorry, I can't oh, breathe. No. And swallow at the same time no no <coughs> sorry um and uh so Nikolai's thinking of this in his head and he asks her was it love that you wanted and she's like I don't I don't like, think no. so I just I wanted to be safe yeah um I just didn't want to feel helpless again And he's like again what mm. um and she doesn't get into that but she does tell Nikolai that when uh, Juris broke the amplifier on her wrist, that it, sh- it felt like losing an arm, and that's something that he could never really understand. He acknowledges that I he couldn't, couldn't. Um, and then he asks what became like what happened to the cubs. Um, and Zoya tells him that the Darkling told her that because they had her scent on them, that the mother would never accept them back. And she mm-hmm. asks him. She tells him, I don't. I don't believe that. Do you? She's like for real asking. Yeah. Um, and she says it nonchalantly, but the way she's looking at him, it's she's like, asking, and he tells her no. Makes the sense that it's the young girl, yeah, that's asking him that. And he's like, "No, I don't believe it at all." The Darkling, what kind of an ass? He's like, "Yeah." He said it,
0: he literally says it's as good as if you killed them yourself. What? Because that's actually a, a myth that is told to children mm-hmm. so they won't touch baby
1: animals. That uh-huh. actually doesn't happen. The Darkling's a liar. The more you know. This is the worst lie he told. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: I can forgive animal cruelty,
1: <laughs> but I draw the line. <laughs> um, and uh, so he he's like, no, I don't think that I, I that's not true. they I'm sure they're fine. And she's like, good, good, good. Okay, like, yeah, me too, me too. Um, and uh, then she tells him that every lover that she's ever taken has asked about her scars, <laughs> and she's given them a different story I every what time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably told Alina, yeah, Zoya's got these bitching scars
0: from when a bird <laughs> raked her up. Or like she fell really hard on a rake
1: <laughs> or something what if she was like i, I haven't become a blade? <laughs> no
0: she probably did tell mal something like i did this to myself as a reminder that strength and pain come from the same place and, and so he, was he was like, like yeah like, he was like i'm gonna get a tattoo <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get a back tat and she was like smoking a cigarette like you dumb whore <laughs> Because Mal was one of her lovers. So I wonder. I wonder what she asked. What she told him. I just. I imagine like that Zoya, is what I
1: would ask go <laughs> What did soya tell Mal? Because
0: I imagine like later when they're friends, like Zoya and Alina are like reminiscing, and Alina's like, "Oh yeah, Mal told me about like your self mutilation scars." And Zoya's like,
1: "My what? Oh, is that what he told you?" She'd be like, "Oh my gosh, you married an idiot." Because she says. Every love quote, every lover Mal I've taken, and that was one. <laughs> what did she tell him? What are these? They're both marks. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> what did she tell? Ta- I'm just like thinking of what she could have told him. Like I was tortured, or like no, she
0: could have told him all sorts of silly, crazy oh things. Oh my god, so funny. <laughs> she probably told him something ridiculous, and he probably told Alina. Yeah, or he didn't because he's spineless. I think i think later you know when they were like in a healthier place he might have been like hey did you ever know that zoya has these eight huge scars on her back
1: because i'd know and And alina would have been like excuse me (laughs) and he would have been like yeah she told me that she got him when like she was on a trip and then this like really big eagle came (laughs) and she told me that she
0: had sex with a giant and those were his fingernails
1: She told me that she had joined the circus. <laughs> <laughs> she told me that she, when she was in Ketterdam.
0: <laughs> I saw
1: Zoya Dozelensky dancing
0: with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: told me <sighs> that when she went down to Georgia <laughs> and was looking for a soul She to told steal. me you can't
0: hurry, love. You've just gotta wait. <laughs> The first cut is the deepest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What a gem! Oh my god! I need to know what she told <laughs> him. That is my question for <laughs> Bartugo. Miss Bartugo, Miss Bartugo, can I have a moment of your time? What, what did Doya say? To... Tell Mal her
1: scars were from. If y'all have any oh ideas gosh. on what she no, told on him, on our next <laughs> drunken, disorderly <laughs> yes i'm gonna come up with some
0: theories i'm gonna i don't know if i should try to draw it or what but i gotta do something be so funny so we can ask solicit from y'all yeah. what do you think she's told her past lovers especially Spe- mal specifically mal. where her scars were from. she's like this idiot's gonna believe anything i say it was a vulcar on my first day and i never let one touch my skin again
1: oh honestly that would have been good mm-hmm. that was i forget about the vulcra.
0: No, we're making shit up, but there's these perfectly yeah. good monsters. And Bagger, and she crossed the fold multiple times. Bagger got really pissed at me one time. I only messed up with Bagger eight times. <laughs> but never again after that
1: last one. Oh my gosh! That's oh kind my of funny. goodness! Now I'm like trying to think of like other <laughs> things in
0: this book.
1: Oh <laughs> um, man! And. Uh, <laughs> She's like, she's like every lover I've taken has marked me. It's your turn. (laughs) I let every what every time I don't fake
0: it, I let a lover mark my back. Anyway, see you tomorrow. (laughs) Good job, sport. Slaps his ass. Good game.
2: Oh my God, my stomach
1: hurts. <laughs> oh my this gosh. is a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if y'all have any theories, please, let us know. We want to know. <laughs> Actually, let us know so we can mention it in our drunken please. disorderly. Oh my gosh,
0: we would love Ooh. email your theories to two more yeah. <laughs> at gmail Please, so we can read them at our drunken disorderly yeah. for this book. Please, please do. We'll give you credit and shout you out um oh my gosh anyway back to the story anyway Nikolai's like wow thank you for telling me the truth um (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) she's like it was a lie no no it was the (laughs) truth this is like the first person that she has been honest with ever literally ever um and he tells her like the more I know who you are the more I'm sure that Mm -hmm. you are exactly what Rabka needs Mm -hmm. um and he's thinking he has a thought like what if I didn't What if I could follow my heart? What if I could do what I wanted to? And Zoya and I could try this. Or
0: something.
1: And he notes that she's not kind and she's not easy, but she was a queen. She a queen. Slay. And he treats her like a queen. (gasps) As the end of chapter 27. Oh, here's 28. Chapter 28's in Nina's point of view. Kill the laughs. (sighs) And remember... a terrible dinner with... Yeah, remember <laughs> guess Hannah's... Guess who's coming to dinner? It's Nina. Okay, I forgot to mention this in the last episode, mm-hmm. but this... It breaks my heart every time I think about it because Hannah, remember, is mm-hmm. Jarl Brum's daughter. Hana knew Matthias. Mm-hmm. They, like... She did. They were kind of surrogate siblings. Yeah, because... Except she, he got more of Brum's attention than mm-hmm. she did. Which Nina never mentions that. Never thinks about that. But, like, they... If they grew up together. Yeah. Like, if Matthias was still alive, if he had oh, gone. Oh my gosh, I have big
0: thoughts. I have big, sad thoughts. I have big, terrible, sad thoughts that make me big, sad, terrible.
1: Okay, well. We'll, we'll get talk there. about it later.
0: Um, we'll get
1: there. But, like, if Matthias was alive and came with Nina to Fierta, which she's there to bury him. But yeah. if they had, if she had still gone on this mission with Matthias and he was there and they came to the, to the well mother, he would have seen Hana and they would have recognized each other. Yeah. And that like breaks my heart. Oh, because they're just, they're so like, it was so close to Matthias being like, oh, this is Bram's daughter. Like, yeah. First being terrified of, of turning him in but I mean you know what it is this happens a lot in families that have
0: narcissistic pa- uh, parents where the oldest gets out mm. but the youngest can't follow yeah and then like when they all start growing up some of them do follow yeah and like it's really important for the younger siblings to see that it's possible yeah to leave that just like it just and Matthias could have been that for Hannah mm-hmm. uh... Uh, okay. And showed Hannah that they were different Anyway, to be,
1: oh any, gosh. Anyway, they're having I a really fun is. dinner. <laughs> they're having a dinner with Gerald Brum. Um, and uh, he's... I, I got big feelings and big thoughts and I'm, I'm really sorry. sad.
0: Um, is the only example of masculinity that Hannah has is her dad. Oh and yeah, and that's why she struggles so much. Mm. But Matthias would have been a healthy
1: example. Yeah, he would have. Because like, he went from uh, being like Brum to and an activist, an that's ally. that's Part
0: of like what Hanna is like wrangling with herself mm-hmm. inside is like this indoctrination. Yes, but she's got some other shit going on, mm-hmm. and the only examples that she has to like emulate yeah. are toxic. Mm-hmm. And Matthias would have provided a positive example in <sighs> a safe space. Dang.
1: That sucks. It sucks so bad. Anyway, they're having dinner, and um, at one point, um, Brum tells Hanna that, "Oh, a man who spends all day handling the country's business doesn't want to hear his wife talk about blah 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 blah. He wants to be sued. He wants to be reminded what he has to protect." No, wrong, wrong, man. Um. Look, the only time I would ever be a damsel in distress is if there is a flock of birds. <laughs> <laughs> birds are not my that friends. Threat Level Midnight. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or... Sure.
1: If Nikolai is there, suddenly, I don't, suddenly, I, I don't, I can't do <laughs> <I'm scared>. anything. <laughs> no, suddenly, oh, I need help. Oh, I'm so, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you I'm feeling know, faint. You
1: know me. I am all
0: about, like, subverting gender roles and all of that, but I don't take the trash out because that's a man's job.
1: what <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about today with our friend. We're like, mm-hmm. my dad takes care of my car.
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, mm. you know, I'm usually like. Gender look, is a construct. I am a feminist. But I don't know what that I don't, light that turned on my car I don't do cars. certain things. That's a man's job. <laughs> yeah. My dad or my husband will do that for me. I don't do that.
1: Um, Yeah, no, but not like this. It's, it's like, unless it was Brum. My Brahm. hands look like this, so her hands can look like that. Yeah, Brum is disgusting. No, Brum is nasty. He's like... We're joking about, like, we're making light of this. We, no, this is, like... But the, he's, like, infantilizing yeah. these women. And literally just putting them, literally making all of womankind to be out to be trophy wives. Pretty much. Um, Lesser. Yeah, disgusting. Um, and so Nina goes and <laughs> looks through Brum's pocket. She excuses herself. and I, is, gotta, I gotta go take a shit. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden Brum is behind her. And she's like, oh my gosh, you startled me.
0: You startled me.
1: He's like, did you get lost? Um,
0: <laughs>
1: Sounds like Dracula. Did you get lost, little girl? Can
0: I help you?
1: I can't remember what, like, accent I did. <laughs> I
0: don't <laughs> I feared it's kind of like Scandinavian, Swedishy to me.
1: Yeah, but I'm trying to think of what the actor did and I literally can't.
0: Oh, I can't. Uh-huh. I don't remember.
1: Um... Did you get lost? <laughs> well, because he's like, Ugh. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to waste our time on it. I was trying. Whatever. I was setting the scene, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, did you get lost? It's called ambiance. Look it up. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, no, the, the candles were, bur- were burning low. And I just <sighs> I want to turn them off before anything happened. Um, and he tells her, oh, isn't that a servant's job? Um, Anka, Anka And She's like, please call me Mila. And he's like, that would be... He's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that would be inappropriate. That's she's inappropriate. like, oh, I'm so sorry. Please oh. forgive me. <sighs> and she's like, flirting with him just yeah. by playing dumb. No, she literally pegs it in one. She says,
0: quote, I wonder if the Firdens make their rules simply to have the thrill of breaking them.
1: Ooh. Um... And uh, so she's like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry." And he tells her, "Well, oh, I'm looking forward to see how Hannah's studies come along." And she's like, "Well, I don't know if the well mother's gonna want me here. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot." And he tells her, "Don't worry about that, babe. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got you, boo boo." Yeah. Uh, she's like, "Oh, thank you so much." <laughs> um. And so eventually he leaves, and mm-hmm. Hanna asks if uh, Nina got what she was looking for, and she says that she did. Um, and now Nina's going to okay. start to show her how to um, uh, tailor herself because Hanna is a healer. Um, and so she does it. And <laughs> that's the same syllables as rhythm as a dancer.
0: Hanna is a healer. She's a soul script.
1: Sorry. Kay. Carry on. Um, and so <laughs> Nina's showing her how to tailor herself and she's doing mm-hmm. it. And so she essentially makes herself look more like, more masculine features. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing they have to do is cut Hana's hair. And Nina asks, well, are you sure? Like, we can just put it in the we cap. Can just, we
0: can just, uh, like,
1: pile it on your head. Yeah, and Hana tells her that, that she's not going to risk um, mm-hmm. the whole plan just because of some hair. Um, and so uh, they do it. So in order to do this, Hanna faked sick. Um, so mm-hmm. Nina could be in her room and take care of her. Um, and so when she when nina comes back to the room hannah's crying she's like oh it'll grow back i promise and hannah mm-hmm. is tells her no it's i'm not she's sad not about that if i was had been born a boy like i could have been the son that my father wanted i i i could be what he wanted me to be and here's where nina could have said
0: matthias was everything he wanted and more and that still wasn't enough it's not you
1: And then we could have had a real conversation that maybe we could have mourned. And then she mentions Hannah's lips. She's like, no, they're perfect. No, wrong, wrong, wrong. That was literally the opportunity to be like, you know, actually, your dad had the perfect son.
0: Yeah. And that still wasn't good enough for him.
1: Yeah. It's a broken system. Because we, like, Hannah and Matthias are the same age. Literally. They are literally the same age. They grew up together.
0: And just, Nina, I get that she has no point of reference for this. Because it's not really talked about in the verse, But she's like, oh, don't cry. It's just hair. And it's like, actually look at this person that you're thirsting over. Look at their body language and see where this is coming from. She's she supposed fi- to be able to do that, though. She's like, because mm-hmm. it's like, would I expect the average person to know that, that like what that is? Mm-hmm. That it's euphoria, pretty much. Mm-hmm. No. But Nina, who studies body language and who is mm-hmm. able to emulate it, should have picked up on that. Was
1: yeah was able to yeah so not anymore if she still had her powers then maybe but also i think like if i just cut off my friend's hair like down to a buzz cut Mm -hmm. and came in and they were crying my first thought would be like oh yeah don't worry like it's it looks i would have been like it's great it's fine yeah i wouldn't have said it'll grow back yeah i don't know that would have been a perfect time to just be like my dad Whatever. i'm saying end of chapter 28 chapter 29 is in isaac's point of view and um isaac the next meeting had the next day had a trade meeting with kalish zemini um the kirch and he pretty much leaves it up to nikolai's uh finance ministers
0: and mm-hmm. tells them like
1: you got this you take the lead on it pal <laughs> i believe um, in you yeah and the guy's like oh my gosh thank you so much mm-hmm. sir um and uh As they're leaving, Shank comes up to him and asks, do you think you Mm -hmm. can play games with us? And uh, Isaac literally says, I beg your pardon. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, Shank tells him, we know that you're an inventor and you wouldn't show us something unless it was fully ready. Mm -hmm. We know that it was a show. And Isaac just says, I beg your pardon again, and leaves. Because um,
0: Jenya said, if anybody asks you something you don't know the answer to, just say, I beg your pardon. <laughs> this poor he guy. He says it three times. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, and so Tamar and Toy are on the other side of the door, and they heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Toy's like, Well, maybe the missiles were too much. Um, so they don't really know what's going, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, And Isaac's just telling himself, okay, a few more days, a few more days. And then he gets to the sitting room. um, Mm -hmm. And uh, then um, he's thinking about the night before when he'd gone to change clothes and the others
0: are like, man, what are we going to do? Like, we haven't heard from Nikolai. We haven't seen him. It's been almost
1: a month. And he's
0: thinking, what? He's like, I can't do this forever.
1: Yeah, but they're all just like, okay, we just have to get to the last ball. We have to get to the last ball. That's it. Um, and then we'll figure out what to do after that. Um, and so as Isaac is walking through the halls, he mm-hmm. goes to the portrait gallery and comes up on Princess Aerie, Um, that Tamar and Tolia like, knew that she would be there mm-hmm. so they could find him. Um, and so he's like, oh, let's take a stroll. Um, and uh, he's like, oh, let's go to the training rooms. Mm-hmm. And so they do, and Tamar and Tolia are with him. It's like, let's go inside. Um, and so they have a little back and forth. And he's like, Tamar um, is like, oh, you know what? Let's spar. Let's show you mm-hmm. what we can do. I challenge uh, Mayu Kerkat. And one of the other women, Tavregard soldier, steps up and says, oh, I'll spar with you. And Tamar tells her, uh, you're not who I challenged. Yeah,
0: like, I only wanted another
1: one. Which, if, like, it's this specialty, highly trained guard. Yeah. Any it, of them. Yeah, it shows a weakness to step in. hmm You know? Um, and my was like, no, no, I got it. And everybody's like, ooh. Everyone's looking around. She looked at me. And I looked at him. <laughs> she looked at me. And I looked Look at him. At him. <laughs> I love it. Um, and uh, then... Isaac tells Ari, oh, let's spar, too. And Ari tells him, I'm not really good at combat. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but he's like, I thought everybody in your family was trained in self-defense. She's, she's like, like yeah, yeah, but I'm not
1: very good. Um, and so he tosses her a practice sword, and she catches it, and is like freaking Han Solo with a lightsaber. No, <laughs> <laughs> no literally. He's
0: like, here you go. Let's, let's do this. And she's already like after him.
1: And, uh, so the guard are paying attention to Isaac and Aerie instead of, uh, Tamar and the other, the guard soldier, you. um, and Aerie, like, hits Isaac with the sword. She's like, huh, oh, you're not as good as I thought you were. And he's like, oh, maybe I'm just distracted by how pretty you are. She's like, huh. Ah. Um, and so they're fighting, and then all of a sudden, uh, Mayu, the guard soldier that Tamar was fighting, was mm-hmm. doubled over in pain, and Tamar's like, I'm so sorry Mm -hmm. I didn't think that was gonna happen Mm -hmm. um and one of the other shoe guards is like okay we're done and Tamar apologizes and they're like oh let's go to our infirmary um and the girl's like no 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 I'll be fine I'll Mm -hmm. be fine it's okay um and Princess Avery's like oh no it's an accident it's fine um uh And then Mayu's like, oh, well, amends have to be made amongst the shoe. And they're like, Mm -hmm. well, what do you have in mind? It's like, well, maybe a private dinner between Ari and Isaac. And so it's very clear that the shoe are also playing a game. Yeah,
0: they're like trying to position Nikolai like in a like a favorable way to make the other kind of contestants seem like nothing.
1: But also a highly trained guard would not fold that quickly.
0: No, and so, a princess wouldn't fight that hard. Yeah. Um, also, Mayu correcting the
1: princess. Yeah. Saying, I don't
0: actually among the shoe. You'd have to make amends. Mm-hmm.
1: No. Uh, so there's something weird, but they just like agree um, to a private dinner, and uh, while they're walking mm-hmm. separately, Tamara or Isaac asked Tamar if she learned anything, and mm-hmm. she's like, no, literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. It was weird. I just like miscalculated it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know. Maybe we have the wrong one, but I, it was just weird. Um, And uh, so Tamar tells him to make it a really long dinner. And Tamar then tells him, I I don't want to mispronounce it, Mm -hmm. um, but it's the shoe we're saying for despise your heart and that he Mm -hmm. knows that he's supposed to say the other side of that, which means Mm -hmm. I have no heart. Um, which the last two or two of the episodes in season two were named Mm -hmm. this, um, which I love. Yes. Um I love Tamar and Tolia. Um and so he leaves he knows what he's supposed to say, but he leaves it at nothing because he's starting to have feelings for Princess Mm -hmm. Aerie. Um and so the next uh or later on um that night he's meeting with Jenya and David and Tolia and Tamar. Um and he was like, Okay, let's plan this dinner and everyone Mm -hmm. is panicking. He's like what What's happened? And uh, they tell him that they have news from Fierta and Fierta's going to march on Ravka. He's like what? Huh? And Toya's like, "Hold on. Um it gets worse." Oh. Um they're marching under the Landsaw flag um because one of their rulers um they have declared for Vadik Demidov um who is <laughs> dim dome yeah oh i was like doug dimidome yeah and allegedly he is a landslide cousin and has the right is the rightful heir to the throne and isaac is thinking okay but even if he's a cousin like nikolai and uh Janya tells him well there's a guy named magnus opier <laughs> we've heard that <laughs> name before
0: It's a good thing Zoya threw a portrait in the fire.
1: Yes. um, (laughs) Truly. Uh,
0: She's 12 steps ahead.
1: She is. She is. Um, And he is claiming that he had an affair with the Rabkin Queen and that he's Nikolai's father, which we know to be true. Yeah. But Isaac's like, no, no, no. That's that's impossible. Wrong.
0: Jinya's like, he's got love letters, my guy. If they can (laughs) prove those are real.
1: And so they're panicking and they don't know where the apparat is. They can't find him. Um, and David's like, well, we probably should have um had him killed. <laughs> yeah. Meaning the apparat and Magnus, maybe Magnus, all of the above. Maybe. <laughs> um and uh Tamar's like, oh my gosh, we're gonna have to make a deal with the Kirch. But then Tolia reminds it's her we, that we need the, the Zemini and the in the sea. Um, and uh Isaac is just just kind of starts laughing. He's like, I'm not. Nikolai, uh-huh. I can't do this forever. We have to find an end to this. Um, and so they're like, okay, well, we just have to get to We're the end of this week. Me every week, <laughs> and we'll we'll make a plan. We'll find we'll we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then we jump forward, and Isaac's at dinner with Avery, yeah.
2: Uh,
1: and he's feels a little panicky. And they're at a table in the woods, um, so none of the other potential suitors know that he's there with her, um, and there's a lovely music playing and the Tava Guard are like Mm kind of stationed around, but Mm -hmm. this is so Tamar can go talk to them potentially to find the defector. Yeah, And he's nervous and then she shows up in this beautiful gown and crown and he's like, that's got to be heavy. And she's like, it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he has, she has like a headdress on too. Yeah. Uh, And um, so they're kind of talking and he's like, "Mm, she's different. And... They make a joke about what they're eating because the chef makes a whole bunch of things in jelly. <laughs> um, and they're like, okay, well, it's kind of gross. And so they mm-hmm. stick it under the table like little kids to pretend that they've cooked. But when a Princess Airy asks him what his favorite food is, he's like, oh, my mom's cabbage rolls. And she's like, the queen cooked? Well, the, the <laughs> servants cooked it, but my mom gave it to me when I was sick. So hers. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and, he's like, and you? And uh, so she tells him a story about a shoe. It's like moon mooncake. Yeah. Um, that they eat once a year. And this is like you're getting honesty from both of them. hmm And you can tell it's kind of costing both of them. Yeah. Um, and so he's – she starts to get emotional about the thought of leaving um, Shuhan. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, let's – not." he asks her, well, when you come to live here, like, I'll, I'll let you go back back and she's like let's not talk about it um mm-hmm. and uh he's uh i loved this part uh yeah. quote together they endured several courses and many jellies celebrated the solid and highly recognizable venison steak and agreed that whatever the gray stuff was it was delicious cute. <laughs> i love it cute little beauty in the face um, and uh so she asked him is it weird that we're just supposed to pretend that our countries aren't aren't like at war right mm-hmm. now, like that they don't hate each but other? He's like, do
0: they have to be?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they have a little bit of back and forth, and they have a little bit more honesty mm-hmm. between them, and um, are opening. And uh, they're like, oh yeah, I'm hung, I'm still hungry after all yeah. this um and he asks well what would you do if you could rule which is very dangerous territory because she is not first in line to the shoe throne she's a few steps back yeah um she's like that's dangerous he's like just what do you think and she's honest and she's like well i would give more power to the people Mm -hmm. um and uh he's like no i she and she tells Sorry, she tells him her dreams, and she's like, "It's dumb, really, for me to think that." He's like, "No, if if we don't dream, who's who's going to?" Um, mm-hmm. and uh, he asks if she'll return right after, uh, go back to Shuhan right after the ball, and she's like, "Yeah." He's like, mm-hmm. "Well, okay, then the night of the ball, meet me in the conservatory, um, so we can have some time alone." And he's like, "What did I just do?" And she says, "Okay," and she agrees. And that is the end of chapter oh, 29.
0: Man, what a journey we went on together today. We laughed, we cried. It moved me, Bob.
1: <laughs> Next week will be our last um, chapter. Uh, well, yeah, it's our yeah, last episode. Well, we have 38. We can probably we can do we all can just of them. Do a long or one. no, we have 39. Okay. Do you want to do two?
0: We could probably split it into two. Okay. We're real close.
1: Yeah. We're either one
0: long episode or two shorter
1: episodes
0: away from being done with King of Scars.
1: 438 to 511. Yeah, I think we'll we'll just do one. Yeah um just one or yeah. do you want to we have, do, yeah. we can do in one. um it'll be a long episode but it'll be a good episode i think it's good because there's a lot that happens in the there's last a few whole chapters lot that happened in the last um, so chapters. i think that makes more sense so we'll do one long episode and that will be our last um episode for king of scars and then we'll have our drunken disorderly debrief i'm so excited for that yeah <laughs> now reminder, we
0: are please send your suggestions for what zoya told mal her scars were from <laughs>
1: yeah you can send them um to mournerspod at gmail.com mm-hmm. to spell out TWO. You can message us on Instagram at Two Mourners Pod or on TikTok at Two Mourners Podcast. Okay. Um, we would love to hear truly, your thoughts truly. like truly would love to um and i cannot wait to discuss that in our drunken I literally disorderly can't, I literally, it's gonna be wait. so good it's gonna be so fun um and then reminder for rule of wolves we're not going through it five chapters at a time um we'll focus on we'll split that puppy into parts yeah um a few parts because uh, it is a honkin' book it's a big honking book um so and it's not it's we will probably just skip nina's chapters and just talk about I think we need to talk about like the whole arc of the story.
0: Yeah. So what we might do is do one episode that covers Zoya and Nikolai's storyline. And then one episode that covers what happens with Nina and how it ties in.
1: I don't even want to give her a whole episode. I know. To be Maybe that could be I'm just like half really sad. sad
0: and half our drunken disorderly. Yeah.
1: Um, and then we'll do drunken disorderly for Always. that one. Always. So, yeah. It's just a really big book and there's a lot that happens. And so we're just going to break it into a few parts. Yeah. Um, we're going to make it digestible. Yeah, yeah. So. And as Nina-less as possible, unfortunately. Yeah. We love Nina. We just. <sighs> I don't love Mila. No. No. Yeah. That's I love Nina. It. I don't love Mila. Because she's not Nina anymore.
0: No. And I'm just really upset. I'm completely upset
1: about how Hanna's character is handled. Yeah. But that's
0: a story for another day.
1: Yeah. Anyway, thank you all for joining. Um, You know where to contact us. Please send us your theories. Please. Uh, And as we actually, before (laughs) we leave, um, (laughs) we can see like sometimes where people download um, Spooky. uh, Episodes from. And we have a listener in Council Bluffs, Iowa, which is so exciting. Um, I have a lot of family in Iowa. So if that's you, please reach out to (laughs) us and say hi. We'd love to hear it. I've been to Council Bluffs. Um... I have family that lives really close to there. So I saw that and I was like, What? Sounds a bluff. Um so if it's you and you're not my family, please reach out. If you are my family, reach out too. <laughs> reach out but and say hi. But I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That's really cool. Um but anyway, thank you all for joining. And as always, happy, happy Heisting! Heisting! bye.